Hi everyone, and welcome to Low Season Traveller Insider Guides. I'm Jed Brown, founder of Low Season Traveller, and for this episode we're going to look back at one of the first podcasts which we recorded at the very start of the year as we look again at Belfast in Northern Ireland. We're in August now, and it's the high season in Belfast, uh, although to look at the weather outside uh, you wouldn't know it. But the prices available for flights and accommodation in Belfast this November and December are frankly amazing. It really is a great time to consider booking a short break to Belfast this autumn. Check out the flight prices on kiwi.com or skyscanner.com and my own recommendation would be to fly into Belfast City Airport which has the code BHD. You'll be in the Your City Centre Hotel within about 15 minutes of landing. Anyway, here is Visit Belfast's Deborah Collins to help us learn more about this brilliant city. Enjoy. So, Debs, um, Belfast has changed a lot in the last, uh, well, 10 to 15 years. And I was thinking about it recently. I know that currently you have six quarters in Belfast. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not sure you had six quarters 10 years ago, or indeed the, the Titanic Museum. Tell us about the changes that you've seen in Belfast and give us a little bit of an overview as to what Belfast offers visitors today that perhaps it didn't in, in years gone by. So I suppose there's been huge investment in Belfast, you know, over the last number of years. Um, over a billion pounds has been spent. So we have new hotels, new tourism product, um, improved access. I suppose there's been concerted marketing efforts as well. High profile events as well that help to, you know, raise the profile, such as we've got the golf open coming this year in July. Uh, the Game of Thrones touring exhibition is coming from April to September this year as well, which is huge. There's new tours, bars, restaurants, coffee shops. Um, I suppose it's really just come alive as a tourism destination. And, you know, I would say these changes, they're even felt within the last one to two years, you know, not even in the last 10 to 15 years. And actually, we actually have eight uh, key areas now, not six. Uh, so uh, we don't really call them quarters anymore. Okay, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, we've got Cathedral Quarter, Linen Quarter, Titanic Quarter, Queen's Quarter, Gale Tech Quarter. Then we have the East Side, the Shankill and the City Centre. So there's actually eight key wow. areas to, you know, to visit. But as I say, you know, Titanic Belfast opened in 2012. It was really a, I don't like the word game changer, but it was a game changer for Belfast. You know, it was that yep. kind of tipping point where there was this real reason to come to Belfast for this incredible attraction. Not only is it visually stunning and everybody wants to get their photograph taken outside it, but the, the interactive galleries inside are fabulous. You could spend all day there. Um, and then in 2016, it was voted the world's leading tourist attraction. Such, such a coup. Uh, for us, you know, I suppose as well, Belfast acts as the gateway to Northern Ireland. So, you know, it's, it's a stunning place to visit. You know, you've got the lakes of Fermanagh to the mountains of Mourne, uh, the North Coast and the UNESCO uh, heritage site, which is the Giant's Causeway. And yeah. a stunning, stunning beauty of Strangford Lock and the Arts Peninsula, which is where I'm from. So, oh, very good. <laughs> yeah, but there's so there's so much, and you know, Belfast really acts as that gateway. I suppose um, we're a safe and a welcoming place to visit. It's a vibrant city now. There's a real buzz um, about the place. So there's something on offer from you know for everyone, for families, 
weekend breakers, people that want a bit of adventure, people who want some peace and quiet, they want to go off and do the spa thing, and, and for business travelers as well. So, um, I mean, there's, there's just a huge amount on offer, and that growth is, it's been wonderful to see and to witness over the last number of years. You know, we, we've had a bit of a food revolution here as well over the last number of years. So we have a, a massive uh, amount of local entrepreneurs, artisan producers, craft beers, potato vodka, locally made gin and whiskey. Uh, there's a whole story around that, the food. And I think that's a real draw for, for international visitors. You know, the access into Belfast is better now as well. So we've, we've obviously got the two airports and we've got fantastic transport options. So it's easy to get, you know, once you fly into Belfast or you come into the ports um, on the boat, it's really easy to get into the city centre. And once you're there, it's really compact and walkable. So everything's within, you know, max 20 minutes from the city centre to one of those uh, eight areas, it's really easy to get to. We've really good shopping, um, value for money is, is definitely there. And especially now with the pound and the euro. So for any you know, European visitors, visitors coming from the south of Ireland, there's um, excellent value for money. And our choice of hotels is unparalleled. So we've had a massive investment in, in hotel products, so whether it's Brand hotel, boutique hotel, there's something for everyone. And next year we have the George Best Hotel coming on stream, for example, oh, wow. so, uh, which is uh, one of Signature Living's products. So we're excited to see that open as well. I mean, from a, from a, I suppose, talking a little bit about the peace process, etc. you know, we've arguably one of the most successful peace processes in, you know, in history. And people are really interested in learning about us and our past and where we're at now and how that's all maintained and um, I suppose there's now a massive tourism product really built around that history it's about the stories the people and that really pulls people back I think as well so they come and, and they learn and then they want to come back and see where we're at a number yeah. of years later and um, so that kind of legacy story and the peace story is very compelling so we're now 20 years on from the Good Friday Agreement and you know whether you want to come in and see the Cromner Road Jail, which is our Victorian prison that has, you know, fantastic history. They housed suffragettes in there right up to kind of political prisoners in the 60s and 70s, the number of hangings there. It's all, all macabre, but very interesting. Um, you know, if you want to sign your name on the peace wall, like Bill Clinton or Rihanna, you know, do political taxi tours. There's every amount of product has been built around that um, for people to, you know, enjoy but also appreciate you know where we've come from and I think that's really nice too. From an arts and culture culture point of view um, there's so much to do. The, you know, the MAC, the Metropolitan Arts Centre is located in our vibrant cathedral quarter. You have the Ulster Museum which is free. Um, the moment we have Dippy the Dinosaur there and you know in terms of coming from an off-season point of view we have really brilliant cool festivals that happen in the off seasons as well so for example in january we've got out to lunch festival which is happening from the 4th to the 27th of jan um, and that kind of serves up a mix of live music comedy theater literature um, it's an absolute reason to come here and take in you know something eclectic something different um, and in february we have the northern ireland science festival um, so during the day it offers workshops talks interactive activities and in the evening it's um, scientific debate theatre, comedy and music for adults. So a little bit of something for everyone. Um, in terms of, so, so, so all the things that have changed, obviously we've come on massively over the, the last number of years, but what hasn't changed? 
I would say would be the people. So, you know, we still, we're still the same friendly locals uh, that are really proud of our city and we're really ready to welcome the world. Um, and actually a couple of years ago, we were uh, voted the happiest people according to Instagram. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I just think it's, it's a fabulous, it's a bit of a, a non-discovered gem still. Um, but anyone who comes is always supremely you know, impressed by what they, they see and feel. And they, they always come away with, with a, a warm, fuzzy feeling, I think, from Belfast. And do, do, you, do you find that a lot of people, once they've been to Belfast for the first time, maybe, uh, do you know, do you get a lot of repeat business? Do people then want to come back and actually see more, maybe go beyond just Belfast and go further around Northern Ireland? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we actually have um, a huge part of our business now is business tourism. So, so conference, uh, conferences and events. So delegates will come in maybe for a two, three day conference um, happening in the city. And then they'll maybe experience a little bit of Belfast on the social programs, so whether it's like drinks receptions or gala dinners, they'll maybe, you know, get a feel for Belfast, maybe spend an extra day. And what they'll do is then they'll, they'll go back home and go, guys, that was amazing. I want to bring my family back, my partner, my, you know, and then they'll come back as a repeat leisure visitor. So, um, yeah. and that's exactly what we want. Um, and we do, we get people that come here, you know, throughout the year, they'll come back because whether they're visiting friends or relatives or they have a real reason to come, um, whether they're Game of Thrones fans and they want to now visit all our opened up locations because the filming has just finished. So we're actually, we've got the, the official debut of the the touring exhibition is happening at the titanic exhibition center from april 2019 right through to september um, but you know if you're a fan even if you're not uh you know coming in to, to, to experience that everything's going to be you know it's it's thrown it's the costumes the props all the kind of visual stuff will be there and then in terms of getting outside of belfast you can you know hop on a bus tour and go and visit the locations for um for the series and i mean that's HBO's number one hit TV series. So it was it was really such a, it was a brilliant accolade for Belfast to, to have that. And, you know, screen tourism is massive now. So it's not, not just Game of Thrones. We have Krypton that was filmed here, Frankenstein Chronicles, um, Mrs. Wilson. Um, so there's there's loads um, that's going on in that. And if you have any kind of an interest in um, the creative industries, there's, you know, because we have the Titanic Studios down in Titanic Quarter. So that's where it all was going on. Very good. I, st I still haven't seen Game of Thrones yet. I'm embarrassed to oh, say, but no. I know it's a big thing. I know it's a big it's thing. It's so good. It's so good. And I mean, the cool thing about Belfast was whenever the cast and the crew were in, uh, you know, those guys were here moving freely through the crowds. They were eating in our restaurants. They were having, you know, pints in the bars and they were, they were relatively left um, alone because, you know, we, we welcome that and we don't want to, we don't want to mess it up. So I think people just let them, you know, be themselves and, and, you know, some of the, the cast were in my yoga classes and, you know, oh, wow. there, you know, with Maisie Williams in, in your yoga class. And it was really just brilliant to see. And, you know, I think it was such a boost for our tourism and for our economy. So I think, yeah. Very good. And in terms of, you know, obviously we're sort of talking about, you know, over recent years with, you know, Titanic coming online in, in 2012 and Game of Thrones and uh, the peace process as well. Mm -hmm. um, so we're seeing a, a, a growth in, in visitors coming to Belfast. Mm -hmm. Can we in any way sort of quantify that? You know, what, what kind of numbers is it? You know, mm -hmm. I think the, the fear that a lot of our audience has is that sometimes destinations, when they, when they get too much tourism, mm -hmm. you know, there's, that, there's that 
fear, I guess, of, of over-tourism. Um, sure. Now, I guess Belfast isn't there yet. Is it, is it a good way off? Is it, is it being really well managed from your side? Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would say definitely, um, you know, we, we're aware of over-tourism. It's a big, you know, we're, we're the official marketing agency for the city. So we, you know, we attend the events. We understand other cities are having those issues. Um, I would say we're, we're not in that position yet, which is, which is good, but we're always monitoring you know we, we do look at the figures we do um you know and we have the ability as well as a small organization with the help of all our funders and stakeholders and so on to direct and channel our marketing appropriately so you know us is the gateway but if you know there's certain attractions that are maybe beginning to not be able to cope with numbers we can push you know we can direct those um visitors to you know other undiscovered gems because the product around northern ireland is fabulous and yeah. uh, you know the likes of seamus heaney home place in balachi uh, probably somewhere you may not have heard of but yeah. you know one of ireland's um you know most successful writers and you know um you can go and visit that place learn about him and his history uh, you know there's there's loads of products out there that um, probably is just slightly more undiscovered that we will want to um, make, you know, make that come alive for people um, to safeguard from over tourism. You know, for example, um, the Giants Causeway annually welcomes over 1 million visitors, you know, uh, from about 160 countries. So, you know, coming off season is the perfect way to enjoy an attraction like that. You know, it's a UNESCO heritage site. Um, and, and you have it to yourself when you go off season, you know, and maybe avoiding some of the, you know, the busier times. Um, so I would say, you know, in terms of safeguarding, um, you know, we've really joined up approach in Belfast. So we're quite small, well, we are a small city. So, you know, tourist board, council, local businesses, stakeholders, you know, we, we like to ensure we're, we're ahead of any potential issues that might arise. Um, and we do monitor those, those numbers. And, um, you know, thankfully it's, it's a good news story. You know, we are growing, you know, very much every, every year, you know, to give you, we don't have the official figures yet for 2018, but we know it was a, a bumper year. Um, just to give you an idea, we had about seven and a half million air passengers that passed through, you know, both our, our Belfast airports last year. So you know, it's growing. And I, I think, you know, last year was was phenomenal in terms of accolades for Belfast and Northern Ireland. So we were crowned the Lonely Planet's best region to visit in 2018. And the National Geographic called us, you know, we were hailed the rising star. So I think those kind of accolades really helped to maybe cement some people's, um, you know, decisions in terms of where they were traveling. And, um, you know, obviously the access helps as well. So we've got some great low cost carriers that make it really accessible for people to get here cheaply, you know? Absolutely. I, I mean, I was I was looking there before um, on Kiwi.com and um, a few of the others. And yeah, you still, for the next two, three months, you can still get flights to Belfast for £20 return. There you go. I know. <laughs> incredible. But you know, for me, yeah. my first thought is, okay, if I'm only spending £20 on the flights, I can spend more in the destination. I can, yeah. I can actually stay in the Merchant Hotel or the, you know, the, the, the nicer yeah. hotel and mm-hmm. have more money to spend. Because uh, I'm, I'm yeah. not spending the earth on the flights. Um, of course, yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, I think that you know, in terms of of access and coming in, um, our our airport seasonality, if you like, is actually quite flat. So there isn't a huge reduction in flights during that low season. So you can still come in. You know, from you know, we service 23 UK airports and every single London airport. So Stansted, Heathrow, City, uh, Luton, Gatwick, and um, 
you know, and, and we've all across a range of carriers. So, you know, you find those flights, you come in. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for UK visitors as well, it's the pound or the pound. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> no need to change money or anything. Um, uh, it's just, it's a lovely, I think sometimes for us, um, the lure, the attraction of getting on a plane for somebody based on, you know, the mainland, um, you know, it, it's it's that little bit of adventure rather than maybe just getting on a train, which I hear is becoming more and more expensive. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, I believe there's, there's not many places I can go on a train in the UK for £20. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and it's a complete experience. You, you do feel like you're getting absolutely away from it. Um, and, yeah. Now, in terms of, so obviously, you know, you're from the region yourself. What are the, I guess, the top tips that you would have that, uh, that maybe some of our audience wouldn't be aware of? So if they were considering coming during the, during the low season, you know, in January, February, the next few weeks, what would be your kind of top tips that you would recommend when they come to Belfast? So, I mean, my goodness, there's any amount of things to do when you come here. Um, I have a list along, as long as your arm, but, you know, some, some kind of key things um, that you wouldn't want to miss would be Titanic Belfast. Yep. Uh, it's little sister, you know, SS Nomadic. So, you know, joining the Titanic quarter is absolutely fabulous. You can get on the wee tram, uh, which takes you on a tour of the whole Titanic quarter. And within that, you'd be able to take in the likes of HMS Caroline, which is our last remaining um, ship from the Battle of Jutland. You know, fabulous tour. You also, you know, so you're you're beneath the the cranes, so Harlan and Wolf cranes there. But you know, that that whole area it's really vibrant and up up and coming. So you've got um, new coffee shops and uh, restaurants and so on coming up there. But you know, Titanic is a must see. Um, you definitely want to experience that, and you could take in, you know, that could take hours to enjoy. And um, I say Nomadic was actually the um, she was the tender ship to Titanic, so she was rescued and brought back and renovated and um, back into to Belfast. And you know, it's a fabulous piece of living legacy and, and history from that era. She's the last remaining White Star Line ship in the world. So, you know, nowhere, you were not going to see that anywhere else but Belfast. And um, the slipways that, you know, when you go into Titanic Belfast, you're aware of these wonderful slipways where the two, you know, were uh, Olympic and Britannic and Titanic, you know, set sail from. Um, you know, it's, it's a very unique experience. Again, you're only going to get that in Belfast and the views and so on from there. And, um, you know, other things, other top things to do. The Crumlin Jail is fantastic. So um, again, it's our Victorian prison. Um, now, you know, it's used for filming and so on, but they do brilliant tours. They also do paranormal tours down there. Yeah, and it's um, it's superb um, in, in North Belfast. Really, really good, you know, for something a bit different, you know, a bit unique. Um, St. George's Market is, is a must as well. So, you know, if you want to, you know, meet the locals, soak up the the um the Belfast atmosphere upon a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, you have everything from fresh fish to arts and crafts there. And you know, it's just a it's a brilliant space. It's really unique um Victorian market. Um, and I think it was voted a few years back it was voted the best indoor market in the UK. So you know, quite luckily for um for our little market in Belfast. But um, other things, Ulster Museum and Botanic Gardens. So um, the Ulster Museum is located in the Queen's Quarter. Um, fabulous. It's free as well. So, you know, it's um, it's a wonderful place to go maybe upon a, I thought it was a light dash of rain, you know, uh, on a January day, you might uh, want to nip in there. Um, 
Uh, they've just everything, really fabulous exhibitions. They have uh, a mummy in there as well, which is really interesting. So, and Botanic Gardens is located right beside it. So, you know, taking a walk around there, they've got a rose garden and um, a tropical palm house as well. That's, um, yeah, it's stunning, a really, really nice view. And you, you get to kind of take in Queen's University from there as well. So that's our Russell Group uh, University. It's um, stunning, just located in that area. So other things, um, you know, an open top bus tour or a taxi tour is, is probably a must to get your bearings. You know, first yep. thing you do when you come in, you want to kind of get a feel for it. So they're all um, hop on, hop off. So you can grab a ticket, you know, do the, do the full um, tour and then decide where you want to focus on. Um, as part of that tour, you'll, you'll be taken to East Belfast. So there's a real um, resurgence in our uh, tourism in that area. So you've got the East Side Visitor Centre. Um, and they've this wonderful square where they've got all the, um, so C.S. Lewis was born in Belfast. Not many people know that. He wrote Chronicles of Narnia, among other things. So uh, you've got wonderful statues um, to, you know, the likes of Aslan and um, yes. so on from the book and the novel. So, you know, go there, grab a coffee, have a peruse down the shops, eat in some of the brilliant restaurants in, in East Belfast. And, you know, East Belfast is home to Van Morrison as well. So there's that whole music yes. legacy. That can be tapped into from there um, that's a really brilliant vibrant area and um, coming back in the city center then Belfast Cathedral is another really um, brilliant option so again located in that kind of trendy cathedral quarter now which is full of bars and shops and so on but there is this wonderful um, you know cathedral there which you can go in and take a tour an audio tour around it's really stunning Belfast City Hall also uh, is worth uh, a mention because they have now a free uh, visitor exhibition on the story of Belfast. Definitely worth calling in when you're in the city and it's located right in the city centre. Um, city Hall itself is, is a beautiful building and they do tours of, of the City Hall as well, but you can, you can head off to the exhibition and kind of self-guide around there. Um, if you want maybe a little bit of, you know, just outside Belfast, you've got Cave Hill and Belfast Castles, so heading up towards the north of the city. Um, you can do some beautiful walks around there and that gives you some really stunning views over Belfast. Um, very Instagram worthy. Yeah. Uh, you get yeah, it on yeah. early morning or a, a nice kind of um, evening. So, and Belfast Castle is, is stunning as well. It's got, you know, some there's real heritage and history around that whole area that's worth a look in so um what i was going to mention was you know if visitors are coming into belfast you know uh, visit belfast operate the two visitor information pods at both airports so city airport and international airport um, so you know we've got staff working there all the time they're really helpful they know everything we can also give out our little city guides so that includes a map and kind of top things to do and any festivals that are running at the time um, and also then obviously when you get into the city center we um, manage and operate the Tourist Information Centre, which is located right across from City Hall. So, you know, we've got really helpful staff in there. They speak multiple languages um, and they would be delighted to help um, plan and help with people stay in terms of, you know, what they might want to do. We also have, it's all Wi-Fi, so you can come in, you know, literally peruse. We've got all local gifts in the shop as well, but all touchscreen technology. So if you, if you maybe don't want to talk to someone, you want maybe just, you know, follow the technology, you can do that as well. You can send it to your phone. So um, it's a really nice visitor information centre in terms of planning, you know, what you want to do when you come into the city. And one other place that the uh, last time I was there, I went to um, Stormont. Mm, yeah, absolutely. That, that absolutely blew me away. 
Because uh, I, yeah. obviously I've seen, I've seen um, pictures of it on the TV and everything before, but the, the driveway up to that place is, yeah. is absolutely yes. something else. It's incredible. I know. And actually, um, you know, if you, if you take that hop on a hop off bus, uh, Stormont, so that's, that's out again to the east of the city. So you'll get, um, you know, you get a feel for that area, but there's a, you know, it's within a parkland, which is incredible. They've got an outdoor gym, they've got walking trails, they have um, ferry trails for kids. So it's definitely worth a trip up. Um, and store, you know, not many people know they can get into Stormont and actually do tours, but it's an incredible building set in an incredible location. Yeah. And as you say, that um, you know that mile long driveway all the way driveway yeah, um, yeah. is really impressive. You've many many dog walkers around that park as well. It's just a lovely um, place to go and chill out. Very kind of, I feel like as well, very C.S. Lewis esque because you've got all these lamp posts everywhere, really kind of old fashioned lamp posts. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's quite, quite mythical. Very, very good. Oh, no, I absolutely loved it. So for anybody out there then listening that's, uh, that's seriously thinking now, okay, I'm sold. I fancy going to, to Belfast mm -hmm. for a weekend or for a couple of days um, over the next couple of months. Um, are there any offers out there at the moment that, uh, that people should be aware of? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we are primed and ready to welcome people in January. Our website, which is www.visitbelfast.com, nice and easy, um, has basically our, the first page you land on at the moment will give you a host of offers for low seasons. So there are a number that I'll just touch on, but if you go to the website, they're all there in their glory. So um, for example, you can do Stay at the Bullet Hotel, which is the hotel inspired by Steve McQueen film. Uh, very funky, uh, located kind of in that cathedral quarter area. So uh, there's a Beat the Winter Blues offer, so you can stay in the hotel from £85 per night and fantastic, comfortable king-size beds, rain showers, super-fast Wi-Fi, um, and then like a breakfast bag to go in the morning. Also, we have Winter Escape with a bottle of wine in the Clayton Hotel from £110, so you know, that includes a full nice. Irish breakfast. Um, a bottle of Sauvignon in your room on arrival. That is actually a Belfast hotel that has a brilliant pool and a sauna and, and gym and jacuzzi and so on. And again, complimentary Wi-Fi throughout. So it's a brilliant four-star hotel in the city centre. Um, yeah. Another one I'll just mention really quickly would be the Ramada Encore. So you can do a two-night city, uh, city break set Ramada Encore from £89. Um, and that is two nights accommodation, including full cooked breakfast and dinner in the SQ bar and that little hotel is located right in that cathedral quarter as well. Sorry, is that £89 for two nights? No, so, 80, so uh, 178 for the two nights, yep. but £89 per night then, but that includes uh, a dinner and a breakfast as well. So there are some brilliant offers to be had in low season um, and that, you know, that kind of January, February time is an ideal time to come because you know, we are a little bit less busy, so people have more time to talk to you, to spend with you, especially the locals, you know, and we love to see um, visitors come and it's, it's another joy and, uh, you know, very friendly people that will be happy to help point you in the right direction in the street or help you if you're lost, you know. Very good. So look, finally, you know, on the, on the subject of meeting locals, where, where are the best kind of bars to, uh, to, to meet the locals when, when people are over there? Where, 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 where do you guys hang out? 
<laughs> There's too many to mention. Uh, so, I mean, look, if you want to meet locals, definitely the pub, like the, the bars are the place where you will meet the characters, um, you know, and, and the St. George's Market for sure. There's some characters there, but, you know, some kind of, I suppose, must visit bars for me would be um, the Duke of York, uh, the Harp Bar, the Dirty Onion, we, we love our quirky names, the Spaniard, uh, Muriel's, Brilliant Gin Bar, uh, Babel, which is a rooftop Ireland's largest rooftop bar. Uh, we have Kelly Cellars, so that's located right beside a brilliant um, institution, which is more in seafood. So you can get your brilliant seafood and then go, go next door for a pint of the black stuff. Um, Hughes, again, a really, really old pub um, that's worth, it's about three levels. It's definitely worth a visit. White's Tavern. Uh, Henry's at the Jailhouse, that's a new one that's just um, been done up in, in an old quarter. And the Garrick as well is another really, really good um, recommendation. So, I mean, look, there's any amount. You, we have more bars, I think, than, um, than we know what to do with here in Belfast. I don't know if you want any coffee spots or any uh, restaurant recommendations, but Absolutely. I, I mean, look, I think I kind of touched on it earlier, but we have, you know, I'm regularly surprised by the amount of new openings that we have, especially in that kind of restaurant and coffee spot um, sphere. Um, some of my personal favorites, um, not in any particular order, but Yugo um, is Asian fusion. Absolutely fantastic. Taking my husband there for his birthday at the end of January. At home restaurant. So um, Nigella Lawson's a big fan of their Sprout salad. Um, home restaurants located right in city centre. Uh, Bubba, so that's one of our new um, Eastern Mediterranean inspired restaurants in Cathedral Quarter. Uh, Hard Street, on Hard Street. Uh, James Street, which is uh, again another institution. So Niall McKenna and his wife um, run James Street and uh, you know, definitely worth a look in whenever you're over. Um, another one out in East Belfast that we kind of talked about, definitely worth a trip over is Il Parada. So um, it's all local ingredients, but, you know, Italian style kind of um, so sharing plates. Uh, Dean's Restaurant, another must um, visit. Uh, Michael Dean has a portfolio of restaurants around the city, so any one of them would be excellent. Hadsky's is another really good one. So it's an old pot and pan warehouse in Cathedral Quarter that's um, been turned into fabulous, um, you know, restaurant. I, my personal recommendation is set up at the bar chat to the cocktail makers, have a um, tea bone for two and you with Bernay sauce and you will thank me later. Uh, <laughs> Mother's Club is incredible as well. So a little hidden gem off the um, off a side street. Just just go. It's incredible. Um, Ox is one of our Michelin star restaurants. So again, if you want fine dining, at not a crazy price um ox and then it's ox cab is the the wine bar located beside so um you know for something really special it's all locally and um, seasonal inspired um food um, just fabulous they'll take care of you as if you're one other family in there um, and shoe is another excellent institution um just located on the the lisburn road so there are a few uh, restaurant recommendations i could go on forever but in terms of coffee because i know obviously coffee is a big big driver and everyone loves a good coffee I would you know there's coffee shops and donut shops popping up all over Belfast um, some of my personal favorites um, established um, which is one of the original um, really good coffee places in Belfast um, you know seek them out and they do wonderful brunch as well if you're an eggs and avo kind of person 
they do this incredible pie on a Sunday as well. And, uh, you know, check them out on Instagram. So Root and Branch, wonderful. Um, another recommendation they have too. Um, spots within Belfast and their roastery as well. Um, Cafe O is, um, is a local girl who was, uh, she's a solicitor turned uh, coffee shop owner. Um, absolutely brilliant. They have a little pod located beside Visit Belfast where you can go and get your uh, coffee to go. Um, and they have another couple of outlets around Belfast, definitely there. Oh, Donuts is brilliant. If you love a donut and a coffee, give, give them a go. Uh, another brilliant brunch spot would be General Merchants. Don't miss the pocket as well in Cathedral Quarter, bright yellow door, brilliant food and coffee. Um, and my latest find is a garden cafe uh, mm -hmm. called Panama Belfast. Um, and I just had lunch there for the first time this week and it was incredible. So uh, there are literally new places opening up on a regular basis and they're all really good. So there's just some suggestions. I think I think we need more than uh, more than a two or a three day break in Belfast to, uh, <laughs> to experience all of that. Or, or we need to have two or three different mini breaks. Absolutely. So there you have it. Book a short break to Belfast for this autumn while the prices are low and I guarantee you will have the best crack ever. As always, if you have any feedback or if there is a destination which you'd like to see featured in this series, please do email us at lowseasontraveller at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please don't forget to share it with your friends and social networks. Look out for the next episode on iTunes, or even better, subscribe and receive it automatically. It's free for everyone, as we believe that travel is better without the crowds.